Bat. Guy. Loves. Cake. Who is your daddy? Who is your daddy? Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And now it's time for Fat Guy Loves Cake. With your host, Joey Valentine. Hello, Fat Guy Loves Cake listeners. Hello, hello. Welcome to Fat Guy Loves Cake. I'm Joey. I am your podcast master. Thank you so much for tuning in. If this is your first time, well, sit back and enjoy. I'm going to try and entertain those returning. You know who you are. I love you. Thank you for coming three times a week, Monday, Wednesday, Friday, to listen to me babble about nothing. So it's Friday. Friday. Come on. Aren't you pumped? How can you not be excited when you're Friday if you're a grown-up with a, you know, like a life and a job? I mean, it's like, yeah, it's fucking Friday. Aren't you so glad you get to start your day with this, with my voice, all excited and just in love with you? Aren't you glad I don't talk like this, like a like a NPR talk show? You're listening to the Teabag Time with Joseph. I'd like to thank you very much for coming in with our sponsors. And, and uh, there's a whole lot going on in the world right now. Russia's invading Ukraine. There's going to be a lot. Going to be a war going on there. Lots of things are race, Lots of riots in the streets and stuff like that happening here. Uh, the time is eight forty-one. Temperature is uh, forty-five degrees outside. I hope you're having a wonderful day. No, fuck that shit. I get excited, baby. I get excited because I love doing these shows and I want to keep coming back. And I know you're going to because I don't know why. Sympathy, maybe, probably, most likely. Yeah. You know, I got my first thumbs down yesterday. (laughs) I mean, it's going to happen, right? It's bound to happen. You're going to get a thumbs down eventually. I can't expect 100% of people to like me, but I know that it was someone from Argentina. And that really breaks my heart because you know how big I am in Argentina. That's like 46% of my audience. Lo siento. I thought I was doing a good job. Argentina, don't cry for me, Argentina. Stupid fucking reference. Why did I say that? But to the girl who gave me the thumbs down, I'd just like to say this. Fuck you. With the rest of Argentina, you're fine. You are so wonderful. I have a, a, a new demographic actually now, believe it or not. 2%. 2% of my listeners are. Russian. How fucking cool is that, man? I mean, oh wait, should I even be saying the word Russian? It's like, is that going to be red flagged? I mean, uh, delete, delete. God bless America. USA, USA. <laughs> no, I don't even know. What um, I asked a question in the last episode. I said, how many partners is too many? You know, like specifically, how many is almost too many? How many is like right on the line? How many is like, I can't get over that number? Well, I got an email from the beautiful and brainy Elisa out in San Francisco, California. And her answer is one that I should have actually anticipated coming from a woman. And that is a zero. You are not allowed to have ever had a sexual partner prior to the person that you're with now. I remember, I, I it's been so long since I've even had to have this discussion with someone that I forgot. They all want you to be the first. It doesn't matter if 
prior to meeting you, they banged the entire New York Yankees organization. You should have been, you, sh you should have known. I fucking, I've heard these words before. You should have known you were going to meet me one day and saved it. But no, you just had to go out there and get your fuck on, didn't you? You just had to fuck, fuck, fuck everybody. You didn't care. You didn't care that I was on my way to meet you. Yeah, I know I slept with a couple hundred guys. I didn't know any better. You should have been sitting at home with your phone on. Because, oh, baby, I, I, I could not have possibly known your phone number. You would have figured it out. Okay? Something, fate, would have had you punch the correct sequence into your phone one day, and I would have picked up, and I would have been ready for you, woman logic. Uh, uh, well, woman, I date logic. I've, I have so many girlfriends that are rational, intelligent, way smarter than me. I just can't date them for the simple fact that I've just never, I've never met a girl that I can get along with that I've been attracted to. No, no, I, I gotta go for the ones that are just absolutely fucking crazy town banana pants. I mean, why are people so jealous? I mean, I admit that I am guilty of it as well. I mean, it's hard to hear, you know, as, as I've gotten older and I've been in other relationships, instead of being a person that dwells on it and, and thinks about like, oh, like if you meet the guy or one of the thousand. And, you know, my first wife, she was friends with all of her ex-boyfriends. Weird. I, I tried to be cool about it. I, I thought that I did the right thing, but no, it's fucking weird. You know, when, like I met, I'm, I'm not exaggerating. I mean, there was like 15 guys that I met before we were even married that she was still friends with that she'd had sex with. And I had to sit there and fucking meet him and put on a nice face because what could I do? Could I get mad about it? Absolutely not. I could get mad at her because she should have either lied to me or or been sensitive to it or avoided me meeting that person. But no, no, no. She was like, oh, this is Casey and I've had sex with him. Uh, this is fucking Roger, and I've had sex with him. And she finally clued into it after, like, the 12th one. And then we met some guy whose name was fucking Chauncey. Chauncey! Who has sex with someone named Chauncey? She had the good sense to lie to me, but I didn't believe her. She's like, this is Chauncey. I said, oh, yeah, and you fucked him too, huh? She goes, no, no. And I said... Yeah, you did. I was like, just do us both a favor. Don't even lie about it at this point. And she's like, yeah, okay, I did. I've rented movies from the Red Box that have been touched less than you. But I've always tried to keep my jealousy under control. And I think it's a good idea that everyone else in the world does too. You gotta, you can't, I mean, it's okay to be a little jealous because it's, you know, but it's just, it's not okay to be, you know, violent about it or, or to put some, to, to, to hurt someone about it. That's not okay. But a little bit of jealousy, you'd never hurt anybody. You know, just a little little hint of it. Because if you didn't, if your girlfriend was off doing what the fuck ever at the other side of the bar, like, just had guys' hands all over her or whatever, and you didn't care, then you don't care. And she is going to fuck other people. And that's just a stupid relationship. It's when the jealousy becomes unhealthy and you try and invent things that have not happened that it becomes very destructive to the relationship. You, you, you know what I'm talking about. Everybody knows what I'm talking about. Especially the people that are guilty of it. Most of the time. Some people are too fucking far gone to even know. Like, they, they're in denial. They, they're completely oblivious to the fact that they're nuts. That's fucking scary. That's my ex-wife. 
But if you met a girl and she said, no, if you met a girl and you asked, you, you asked, you don't have to ask. If you say, how many people have you slept with? You better be fucking prepared for the answer. You don't have to know. If she says, <laughs> if she's got kids, you already know she's had sex with someone else. It's not like she was waiting 40 fucking years on you. And because she got tired of waiting, she went and got a fucking jar full of sperm and said, well, while I'm waiting on Joey, I'll go ahead and knock myself up. If you meet somebody after you're 30, they have been ridden more than Seattle slew. So you might as well just accept that. Don't ask the number. It's really none of your fucking business. It's personal. It's very, very personal. And if you are going to tell her, gentlemen, just fucking lie. Be like, uh, actually, I don't even have, I can't even think of a good lie. He's like, last time I tried to lie, I got punched. <laughs> okay, don't lie. But just say, hey, I don't, I don't really think that's important. I'm with you now. I love you. That's what matters. You know, don't be like, well, there was this girl and that girl. And that's when there was that one. I don't remember her name, but I know she liked her legs up behind her head. And uh, she broke a couple of headboards while we were going out. It was fucking nuts, man. And then there was this other girl. I don't remember her name either, but she just loved to tongue my balls. See, you don't want to, you know, don't do that. Be like, I've been, I've had previous relationships, but they mean nothing to me now. That's my word of advice to you on that subject. If you meet someone and she's got kids and you meet the guy, don't be, don't, don't freak out about that. You know, just, if I make my girlfriend a sandwich and she moans while she's eating it, yeah, I know that the guy before me made her a sandwich too, but what can I do about it? She's eating my sandwich now. I came up with the greatest pickup line ever. I didn't want to share it with my listeners, and I doubt anyone will even have the balls to use it except me, but this is, I think this is fantastic. Just hear me out, okay? Because pickup lines, you gotta be clever can't be sleazy. This one's going to be sleazy, but it's going to be funny, good sleazy. All right. So you go to the bar, you see the girl that you want, right? You make sure she's alone. Make sure that she's not like with a dude. Obviously you don't want to mess with somebody else's chick. You go up just right out. You go, Hey, I'm Joey. Uh, I was in, okay. Now this pickup line is going to require a movie with a naked man in it, but only from behind. Okay. It needs to be ass. All right. So what you're going to do is you're going to go up to a girl and you're going to say, hey, I'm Joey. Uh, I was in Pulp Fiction. And she'll go, <laughs> oh, really? You know, like, she's just think, okay, where is this going, right? And you go, no, I was in Pulp Fiction. See, in Pulp Fiction, Bruce Willis is like, there's a naked shower scene where you just see his ass for a little bit. All right? So I go, no, I'm, I'm dead serious. I was in Pulp Fiction. She goes, okay, and what part of the movie were you in? Oh, I was the... Uh, stunt double ass for Bruce Willis. And she's like, were well, you the what now? And you said, uh, yeah, I'm a, I'm a, I'm an ass double. See, like when, uh, you know, like if a celebrity doesn't have that good looking of an ass, well, oh, then I come in and I, I'm an ass double. So when Bruce Willis gets out of the shower, you know, when he's talking to his girlfriend, that's my ass. And then she starts thinking, what? And you go, no, I'm serious. Like, Okay, I, you know, was out in L.A. when I was younger, and I, I guess I wasn't really that good of an actor, but I got a lot of compliments on my ass. I took great care of my ass. You have to say it like that, too. You'd be like, my ass, you know, like, my ass. So I took great care of my ass. And, uh, you know, people noticed. Of course, they asked me to do porn, but, you know, I didn't have, like, a giant dick. And, uh, <laughs> no, you know what, you probably should just go ahead from that one 
you know, first they asked me to do porn, but I'm kind of shy about showing my, you know, but uh, they asked me if I was interested in doing some mass doubling. And uh, so I did, you know, I was in a couple of B movies, a couple of ass reshoots. My big break came, Tarantino filming Pulp Fiction back in 1994. I'm waiting tables. I get a call from my agent. He says, how would your ass like to be in the new Tarantino film? And I said, I'd fucking love to be in the new Tarantino film. And he goes, no, your ass. How would your ass like to be in a Tarantino film? And that's how I got started. As an ass double. Stunt ass. <laughs> You've explained so much of it at this point. She's like, wow, maybe he's telling the truth. Now here's the best part. You know, you, you tell her some bullshit stories. And you gotta get her back to your place, right? I mean, that's the whole goal, right? Of picking up a chick at the bar. I've heard. You say, if you don't believe me, that my ass is in Pulp Fiction, let's go back to my apartment, I'll show you. It'll even, I'll show you my name in the credits. Here's my, look at my driver's license. See? That's my name. I'll show you my ass, and I'll show you my name in the credits at the end. I got beer, I got wine. Come on. Now she's, she, you know, now she's intrigued. This guy's ass is in Pulp Fiction. I, I gotta... I gotta see this, you know? And in her head, she's also thinking, like, do I want to date a stunt ass? Do I want to date a guy that's an ass double? It is kind of a, a good conversation starter at parties, you know? I mean, be like, this is Joey. He's been, in, he's been in all kinds of action films. Start alongside Nicolas Cage. His ass. Bruce Willis. His ass. <laughs> so she's had a few drinks, and she says, hey, all right. Let's go back and see your ass. Now, what she doesn't know is that before you went out, you have filmed... What she doesn't know is that prior to going out is that you filmed your ass in the shower and then you spliced it into Pulp Fiction. And you made your own list of credits to roll at the end of the film, which says, hot ass in the shower, <laughs> stand in for Bruce Willis. But see, this is the beauty of that. It's going to look so fucking fake... She's gonna, she can't help but laugh. You, the picture quality is gonna be drastically changed. It's gonna be Bruce Willis, and then it's gonna be fucking 720p ass filmed with your phone, and then back to Bruce Willis, high def, 4K, Blu ray Pulp Fiction. And then the credits are gonna roll, and it's gonna be made with paint on Microsoft Paint. And the first thing that's going to roll in the credits is hot guy, ass, stand-in for Bruce Willis. She's going to know it's fake, but that's the beauty of it. She's going to laugh. You want it to look fake. You want her to know you put some fucking time into making her smile. Make it a black ass. That's even funnier. Be like, yeah, I used to get a great tan out in Los Angeles. And she says, you, you, you. She smiles at you, and then you're doing the hunk of chunka, the horizontal mambo. I was watching The Sopranos today. I love The Sopranos. If you have never seen The Sopranos, well, then you are just, like, missing a giant, giant piece of pop culture and, like, the greatest show ever. If you didn't know, it's my favorite show ever of all time. But I, I love how... Uh, they don't, like, when they talk about gay people, you know, like, that fucking shit, ooh, that mezzafinook, 
have you ever noticed? Have you ever noticed? Did I just say, have you ever noticed? What makes them sound like Seinfeld next? Like, what is the deal with that? Have you ever noticed, seriously though, like in television, that whenever Italian people talk about homosexuals, they always have like these funny, like, workaround words. <laughs> <laughs> they never actually say like like you know uh, you know Tony down the street there uh, he keeps skittles in his pockets he uh, he gardens with no hat on he eats cereal for dinner you know what I mean you'll never see him wear blue he likes sprinkles on his donuts he owns a powerful vacuum you understand he eats brunch on Tuesdays he likes his pancakes dry he never misses the evening news. He prefers the parallel park. He collects spoons. He's always first in line at the water park. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> All these... Yeah, I guess. Well, I kind of got on a roll there. So, another thing I was thinking about, maybe you've experienced this. I used to know a guy who was fat, and his name was Fat Jay. I didn't give him that name. He was called that when I met him. Then he lost weight. I never hung out with him after he lost weight, so I wonder if people still call him Fat Jay. But isn't it funny that people can get names like that and they stick? I mean, I guess that can happen when two people have the same name. Like, you have two guys named Jay and, like, one of them. Because that's what kids do. We're, we're awful. But, you know, you, you wouldn't call one Jay and the other not Fat Jay. Or Slim Jay. It's always fat. I've known so many people whose first names start with fat. Fat Josh, he was the drummer in my band. Seems like the fat moniker is the easiest one to use, and unfortunately for some people, it like stays with you for life. Could be worse. If there were two of you, and you ended up being like, Slutty Monica, or Easy Teresa, which actually sound like a lot of nicknames for girls I went to school with. Just, no one had the nuts to say it to their face. So funny how in high school we always associate someone with a certain situation. That's why you have to be really careful freshman year. Like, one screw up and you're stuck for life. Even if you have the most unique name in the world, people will still do this. Hey, do you know Monticello? You go, oh, is he that guy that fucked his cousin? Yeah, that's him. Oh, yeah, I know him. <laughs> it's like, unnecessary to even say that. Like, you ever met Joaquin? Uh, is that the guy that's got three testicles? Yeah, that's the one. <laughs> and what sucks is that even if the story about you is complete bullshit, you will never be able to erase it. It will ride with you until graduation. You literally have to move and make new friends to get rid of any bad high school story that you got stuck with. I flew just enough under the radar to only get things like, fuck him and he's an asshole. That I was okay with. I have been really, really into this YouTube channel, which I can't even remember the name of it now, but it is, uh, like, like they will kill you or kill you now or something. I don't know. I'm not getting paid to promote them. I just wanted to say something really funny. They have this fantastic, amazing, uh, narrator. He's got kind of a English, maybe possibly Australian accent, real deep voice. And he puts... He puts emphasis on all the right words. But the funny thing is, is and I know this is not him doing it, but whoever in this, because it's, it's a big production, so whoever's doing it, they've got a sound editing guy. So every time that he's talking about someone being murdered, there's these totally inappropriate sound effects. You've got the ominous music, okay? It sets a very dark tone. It's, you know, you know how like the first 48 is? You know, you've got the serious narrator and the, 
fucking tense, suspenseful, swelling music. Okay, well, all these videos are like that. But he'll be like, Richie came home to find his wife in bed with another man. So he began to hit her. And then all of a sudden, there's like these punching sounds. It's all, and they're not even good ones. They're like, and I, I thought, I didn't notice it because I had been listening to it all day while I was at work. I was on my computer and I had my TV on and I was letting them autoplay all day. The first time that I noticed it, I thought, that's got to be like a one-time thing, right? Somebody's just somebody's just goofing around. But every time, he'd be like, Tommy beat her with the claw hammer. And then it would make like this, <laughs> like the sound of someone punching a watermelon. You know, or like thudding. <laughs> and I thought, oh my God, you know? Because there's there's pictures, there's names. Like, not bullshit names. These are real stories about real murders with real pictures and real names that they show and talk in great detail about and where they're from. And it's a great, great show. But that, I can't unhear that shit, and they do it in every episode. I mean, could you imagine? Like, I don't know if any of you listening heard me do that Valentine's Day show where I did the date with Joey and I did all the sound effects. Okay, the whole point of that was to make it funny, right? Like, if I was if I was seriously trying to be intimate with a woman, I don't want to, like, grab her boob and I make the sound of a fucking <laughs> balloon. I, I don't want when I take my shorts off for it to go, <whistles> you know? I, I don't need clown sounds in the bedroom. Ah, fuck me! That's four episodes in a row that I've said the word clown. Clowns are like herpes. They just flare up. Anyway... Could you imagine if you were watching, if you're watching like the old um, uh, Unsolved Mysteries with Robert Stack, rest in peace, the man that made Unsolved Mysteries the show that it was? <laughs> He's like, and they added like Tree Stooges effects to everything. He's like, David came home to his wife and he'd been drinking, so he started slapping her around. <laughs> His fucking eye poking her. <laughs> Donking her on the head. No, David, no! I'll teach you to cheat on me, wise guy. Oh my god, no! Ah! No! No! <laughs> David, no! <laughs> <laughs> that would be great. That would have been so great. Shows like a, a made-for-TV dramatization, you know, Robert Stack's talking about like a drug dealer, and he's got some guy tied up in a chair, and he's interrogating him. I know you took my cocaine, man. All right, Larry, give it to him. Giant fucking <laughs> Colombian comes over, <laughs> takes the glove off of his hand, and it's just two fingers. And he fucking starts poking him in the eyes. Where's the drugs, man? Where's the drugs, man? <laughs> Where's the cocaine? I know you know where the cocaine is. Larry can do this all night. <laughs> Yeah. Attire. Oh, that stuff. 
and stop thinking to breathe. Sir, do you know why I pulled you over? Uh, no, officer, I don't. Because you were driving over 55, wise guy. <laughs> Spread out. <laughs> what, if that, what, if, what if you had... What if somebody edited a porno movie and they only used Three Stooges sound effects? And like every time that like a guy slaps the ass of a woman, it's like that slapping sound of when he hits Kylie. <laughs> like, oh yeah, oh yeah. <laughs> He's bonking her on the head from behind. She's like, ah. ah. <laughs> I'm done. I'm done. I'm done. I'm sorry. Fat guy loves cake at yahoo.com. Drop me a line. <laughs> Shows on Monday, Wednesday, Friday. Everybody have a great weekend.
show name Michael Diamond. No, mine's Clarence. Fuck downtown Manhattan. 